This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. I'm feeling the joys of travel once again because, well, it's half past midday here in Rome and I'm walking through Trastevere. This is a kind of slightly down at heel uh, area on the other side of the Tiber from the main part of Rome and all the many monuments, there is a beautiful basilica, Santa Maria, which is one of the oldest churches in the whole of Rome, full of mosaics. Uh, a, a joy to be your first place to come to Rome. And I wanted just to tell you about how the journey was because I just think it's useful to have an update and kind of get just sort of set your uh set your thoughts about how travel could be for you this august so flew out of heathrow um at a price on british airways that i thought was um challenging but uh the flame was absolutely full my goodness there is uh, barely a seat around um let's talk through the process so no paperwork for uh, Italy at all that you have to do. Um, no checking. I'd only, of course, got uh, cabin baggage. Wouldn't dream of doing anything else these difficult days. Interestingly, John Holland Kay, the chief executive of Heathrow, as we were taking off, was telling LBC Radio um, the problem seems to be people taking too much cabin baggage with them because they don't want their bags to be lost and that slows the system down. Anyway, the security took five or ten minutes, perfectly pleasant. Um, Heathrow, busy, busy, busy. Uh, plane left ten minutes late or so. That's the sort of delay that is completely neither here nor there. And no particular hold-ups um, getting off the ground, um, which is, I think, a result of the fact that uh, there aren't that many flights. So we just drove from gate seven at uh, Terminal 5, which is at the far west, all the way to the start of the Northern Runway at the far east. and got there about 10 minutes and then, um, then took off. Now, the interesting thing was, it was a Spanish plane. It was operated by Iberia. And that is because British Airways is a sister company of Iberia within IAG. And that means that... Uh, well, if one of them hasn't got enough planes, the other one will supply the planes and the pilots and the cabin crew. It was, of course, an identical Airbus A320, and that's because, well, um, all of their Airbus A320s are identical because that's part of the plan of IAG. So I took off, uh, you get your standard British Airways um, cereal bar and quarter litre of water. Um, lucky you. So that uh, that sort of worked. Um, the plane arrived 
really quite significantly early. There was no hold-ups at all. And furthermore, getting uh, uh, to the gate pretty quickly. Then there was a bit of a hold-up, but by the arrival time, uh, everyone was getting off the plane. So, what was the arrival like, particularly in these post-Brexit times? Well, strange. Um, first of all, very straightforward airport, or at least the bit of uh, Fiumicino Airport, Leonardo da Vinci, that uh, British Airways arrives at. And the uh, it's a bit of a walk to immigration, and then it's just very strange because here's what happened. So, and I've got 10 seconds to cross this road, so I'm slightly accelerating, and then I'm going to cross the Tiber with you. Uh, you follow all these signs for immigration, and then you've got a choice of um, all other passports or um, the opportunity to go oh and at one of these bridges this is the lovely ancient footbridge across the uh, Tiber from Trastevere and there's about a million locks locked on there to signify people's eternal love and if you've not been here it is just a lovely way to arrive uh, looking down the river there's a whole row of stretching into the distance around the curve of the river a whole row of um canopies with bars there that looks very good and we've got about two, oh, 20 tourists coming the other way on bicycles so uh, yeah you get to the passport area and they've got okay eu this way that's not us obviously then they've got a whole series of flags including new zealand um, us canada australia israel but not the union flag so i thought oh dear oh dear um and i've heard from some countries that uh, the UK has been slow in sharing data so therefore that's not what happens. Anyway uh, all straightforward the um, uh, very helpful security people just said oh go this way and then you go through an efficient passport e-gate which worked actually I thought quite smarter and quicker than those at Heathrow. Then you get to another queue and that is um, the queue for having your passport stamped. And they've got no interest in having a look at all the uh, other stamps. And they won't do, I don't think, until SES comes in. At which point there won't be any stamping. There will just be electronic checking and all the stuff that goes with that. So all clear, all quick, all straightforward. And then the best way into Rome, trust me, is not the Leonardo Express, which costs a fortune. It's the very nice, every 15 minutes or so, uh, regional express train which sets off uh, final destination Orte don't know where that is but it does go to a number of stations within Rome and it's eight euros all the way in for a kind of half hour journey very pleasant hopped off at uh, Trastevere then used Uber to book an Italian taxi and I did that only because I've had some interesting um, experiences with Italian taxis over the years and um, it's just uh, uh, more reassuring that you know roughly what you're going to be paying um, to Santa Maria uh, Basilica and my journey began. So um, now getting into the absolute center of uh, Rome, it's so hot that anybody sensible is taking cover, but I'm just joyful that um, there I was uh, about four and a half hours ago and 
in, at Heathrow and I am now in beautiful Rome. It's enjoy everything that is glorious about the Italian capital, which is a great deal. So who knows where I'll be tomorrow? It almost certainly won't be Rome unless things go worse than we thought. You never know. Um, thanks very much for listening. Uh, of course, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. For now, I shall bid you arrivederci. Talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.